hello, hello, hello. I am Natalie. And I am Mr. Teej. And welcome to A Crazy Little Thing Called, the podcast where crazy becomes relatable. And it couldn't be more relatable. And <laughs> today, it's a very fitting topic. We are in our friendship bag with an episode titled A Crazy Little Thing Called Rolling with the Homies. Look, clueless, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes it is. And so in today's episode, we're going to be talking all things friendships and the roles that we play within friendships, whether it be in a group setting or individual. Um, so yeah, but what I really want to know, Natalie, is how have you been? It has been two weeks since this bad boy. So what's been going on in your world? It has been two weeks. Two weeks of pure blur. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know I feel like I don't want to come on here and always just be eh, either. So, um, but it's very relatable. You know, sometimes you go through things. You know, I think that's kind of where we're at. But um, my past two weeks have been decent, I will say. I think they've been just pretty busy just Mm -hmm. with early morning starts and late evenings. Um, I mean, it's been it's been busy, but last too. Um, but I just I just have so much to do that I'm just not doing, but I'm doing other stuff that I need to do as well. But I need to do the other stuff that I'm not doing too, you know? <laughs> um, make it make sense. Oh, I, I, only you can make it make sense to you. <laughs> but um, I think kind of going into these two weeks, I expected them to be busy. Definitely my past weekend was busy, which um, I'll let y'all know what that looked like because it kind of dives into the topic that we're talking about today. But um, other than that, I mean, this is a regular Degler Smegler. I feel like we're getting closer to me moving to Mm -hmm. Beaumont and us just moving. And Mm so that's kind of hitting me a bit because I'm like, okay, what do I need to get Right. Right. Like, I feel like I have everything in my head, like what I need to do. And I'm like, oh, I got time. But we don't. Mm-mm. Yeah. And so I need to do stuff. But I'm like, okay, well, I only have weekends to do stuff. And I'm like, I'm not the you, don't, you actually don't have weekends I don't. to do so, stuff, at least you know, not this month. It's, it's just, you know, we're, we're going with it. But <laughs> <sighs> other than that, it's, it's been a fairly okay week. Uh, definitely haven't been working out as much as I would oh, yeah. like to. I know, because just my, my schedule. I took my watch off because oh. it's discouraging. <laughs> if I don't work out, I'm not going to wear it because I don't need you reminding me. Mm-hmm. You're usually further along about this time. Mm-hmm. I know, Cameron. I know. That's Apple. Hmm. Cameron stands for Apple. So, that being <laughs> said, <laughs> um, it's just been a eh, week, but we are going into this week with positivity. Actually, Yes, we are. Right. I had to, I had to, had to <laughs> yes, get myself in check. Speaking in. Um, we're going into this week with positivity. I have um, another eventful weekend in store, mm-hmm. so I think it shall be fine. Um, and then I have some family time coming up, so I'm always looking forward to that. She is booked and busy. Booked y'all. and busy, child. But what about you, Mr. Tej? How has your week? past two weeks been right so i finally feel like i am back to myself 
especially Can I think right because obviously last episode things were a little ooh, shaky shaky mm-hmm. shaking the that? table oh, right <laughs> uh what was that not this weekend that just passed but the previous one you went home and so I had the house to myself which is always was that yeah the mm-hmm. weekend before and so literally I just I did nothing I was off that Friday because my co-worker left me she, she quit right mm-hmm. Friday was her last day but so I was like taking some time just to since I'll be by myself for a little bit and so I literally that whole weekend I did not leave the house from the time I got home Thursday until I think Sunday when I went to pick up food and I've watched so many shows I watched Bel Air which oh, I didn't watch this <laughs> latest episode so good I, I finished Inventing that. Anna. That's what I just started. Mm-hmm. I watched the first season of Power Ghost. Yes, I'm late. Do not judge me. Mm, um, well, well, it's only in the living room, and somebody locks the living room because that's their space. And it's actually you just mentioned that I was not here this whole last week. That's, what I, that's when I watched it. Duh. Mm. I can't watch that much TV. My eyes start to burn. I can't. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, no, that's been fun. And then obviously the weekend that just passed, went to my first concert since COVID. Maxwell was amazing, had a great time there. And then work is finally kind of, it's, it's busy as shit, but like, it's like that good busy to where when you get home, you're like, you feel productive. So that's been fun. So it's kind of put me back in my good place, like your favorite show. <laughs> um, yeah, so things have been good. Things are great on my end. Looking forward to some things that are coming up, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But now we are all caught up with each other. Well, let's catch y'all up on the last episode for those who didn't listen. Mm-hmm. So in the last episode, which was, oh shoot, I almost forgot what it was. Look here. <laughs> Gronish. Yeah. Yes, uh, we dove into how our relationships have changed with our, specifically our parents, over the years as we've obviously grown into adulthood and kind of ventured out on our own. We talked about the different experiences that we've had with our parents, the good, the bad, and the ugly. (laughs) (laughs) And so... Obviously, we want to take this time to shout out any of the things that we've seen, any comments that we've gotten from our listeners and our followers on Instagram. So anything stood out to you from people? So this listener actually is a bit biased. Um, it's probably your mom. It is Cheryl. <laughs> um, but... It was so funny. I mean, this is not really like to the the specific episode, but mm-hmm. more so just about the topic that we talked mm-hmm. about and just like relationship. And so I went out with my friends this weekend and like yesterday I was with one specific friend, Kiana, who I love. And my mom texts me because I posted some pictures and she texts me. She was like, I want to hang out with you and Kiana. <laughs> it looks like I have fun. So that is my mom, folks. Um, yes. We are definitely just, you know, vibing. And so that if that doesn't speak to the relationship that I have with her as a grown adult, then I don't know what does. Right. Um, but I just right. thought that was funny because she said that today. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, I saw we got some um, messages on Instagram um, and asking kind of like what were the how has their people's relationships changed with their parents? I think that was one question that we posed. And someone was saying that, uh, oh, how did they put it? Like obviously setting boundaries with their parents has been difficult mm-hmm. because they said they realized that their parents are narcissists. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> which obviously growing up and you 
you become more aware of yourself and more aware of things. Right. You can kind of start to notice things in family members that you're like, mm, yeah, I ain't vibing with that. And obviously putting your, your mental health first. Sometimes putting those boundaries can fluster some people, especially parents who think like, I raised you, you did it up. But it's like, look, you raised me to be independent. And so now I am thinking for myself and putting these boundaries in place. And they always say people who don't um, respect when boundaries are put into place speaks with volumes about (laughs) them and their character, which again, I feel like people take it and run with it with like putting boundaries. It's like, you still do have to think about how you communicate your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like it just can't be disrespectful because then you're right. gonna get a disrespectful response back, so. Um, and then another comment that I saw, which tied into something that I listened to was when we asked the question about, did you butt heads a lot with your parents growing up? Because we told you told the story of you and your mom and even your dad. Which my mom listened <laughs> to it. And that's another thing she said, she was like, you were very vague about what specifically mm, happened. Mm. She was like, I don't know if you were talking about this event or this event. <laughs> and I was like this one. She was like, oh, okay. <laughs> she was like, the time I caught that boy in your closet. I said, oh, yep, that so one. That speaks. <laughs> um, but yes, and we asked, uh, did, you, did you put heads a lot with your parents? And somebody's response was, no, because I knew I'd get my ass and I thought if Ooh. I talk back. And I thought that was fitting because I listened to this other podcast and they had an episode on gentle parenting and things like that. And it's something that I feel like, I feel like in the black community, like we we think of that as, you know, like your baby and your child. Like you're spoiling, or you're spoiling yeah. them. And that was my first time listening to someone in depth talk about what it is. And I feel like, you know, you know my stance on having kids, but if I were to ever have a child, I feel like I would be a gentle parent. I feel like I would, in the sense of how they described it as it's more, not gentle parent, positive discipline. Well, yeah, and I I would agree with you. I feel like I, that is my hopes going in Mm -hmm. to it because it has a lot to do with psychology, what I learned, just how to, um, what is it? Um, Mm-hmm. What is the word that I'm talking Like the whole reward, consequences, all that, how oh. to facilitate, not facilitate, but for lack of better words, facilitate behavior like that yes, you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, took a whole class on that. And I feel like that's kind of like what gentle Somewhere. parenting is. But I think from working with families, mm-hmm. I can give you all of this knowledge. We could talk about it. And it's easier said than done because when you have your child of your own, those emotions, exactly. Those emotions are going to come about. And so it's different than me telling you, okay, well, you need to talk with them. But the biggest thing is, it just takes some time to mm-hmm. cool down so you could come back and exactly. talk. But black people don't take time. Ayo. So, Ayo. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what stood out to me. Yes. yes. So be sure to check out that last episode if you haven't already. But now on to my favorite part. So let's get into <laughs> these drinks. Today, we have TJ's Choice, which is sitting right in front of me. And so I'm going to let him express to you guys what this decadent drink is. Yes. So in front of us today, we have a Do not. Okay. Bear with <laughs> Is it very? <laughs> like, oh. The radio voice. Yeah, dude. So in front of us. The king of the quiet storm. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, so sitting in front of us, we have a nice... Like she said, decadent strawberry sangria, 
and I chose this one. I've never had it before. I, I did try it before this, so I, I think it's good. But spring is coming. It's about to start getting warm. And so this is a nice, light, and refreshing thing because obviously last week we had that habanero margarita. Mm-hmm. And then before that, we had the spiked apple cider. And so things have been just a little bit heavy and spicy. So we went for something a little light and sweet. So be sure to check out our Instagram for this recipe if you guys want to give it a try. And if you do try, please let us know what you think. But I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to let Natalie take this lovely sip. And it is sparkling too. It is sparkling. It's pretty. He like made the whole aesthetics pop out like in vibe and whatnot. You eat with your eyes even though this is a drink. (laughs) are these frozen strawberries no they're not and i should have frozen because that'll help with the chill yeah that's what i was about Mm -hmm. to say i was like it'll Mm -hmm. taste like what i mean it'll be cold whatever Mm. i only taste the the champagne i taste the champagne too Mm -hmm. i don't taste as much strawberry but i like champagne so so it's tasty um i wonder if you would have like pureed it if that it would have, too. but I mean, I taste like. But a I also hint. think it's, I put to put the ratio of champagne to which I'm call it is probably so I can always add some more of the the strawberry and pinot. It tastes good. That. I like it. So yes, like I said, guys, be sure to check our Instagram for this drink. Yes, yes. So we're going to take a quick break. Then we will. Lord have mercy. We will. We will be <laughs> right back to get in the topic for tonight, y'all. Just this is. You see what kind of episode this is to be. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Right. we are back and we are ready to get into it yes like we said earlier today's topic rolling with the homies is all about friendships mm-hmm. and all that fun jazz mm-hmm. and we chose this specifically because <laughs> i feel like as millennials mm-hmm. who are in their oh god late 20s that don't even sound right. Right. Um, but yes, millennials in their late 20s, I feel like specifically your friend group or just like your social environment is definitely doing a little jig, is like shifting every which way. Um, and I think that's due to a lot of different things. And so um, this was definitely relevant for us to be able to talk about, address, just kind of give y'all a little insight as to like our lives. Um, and of course, get feedback from y'all and see yes. if y'all can relate because this shit is crazy oh. and it's relatable. <sighs> so, and I think... Uh... Princess Savannah Rowe said it best, hoping her 20-somethings don't end, hoping to keep the rest of her friends. Yeah, sorry. Okay. I don't even know who that is. SZA. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what's she has a song called 20-somethings. Mm-hmm. What's Solana Rowe. Did not even know that. Yeah. Wow, you learn something new every day. Because I, go. Yeah, I know that song. So we just come by past that. We're going to get into this time. 
sips, sips alcohol to <laughs> lubricate. So yes, roles within friendships. Mm-mm-mm-mm. How should we? I'm trying to think of how we should start. What's a good way to dip this in? Mm, I feel like by just saying roles within your friend groups are dynamic and they're not something that's static. And I think that's True. something that is either you can accept it and it would be a little bit easier for you to adjust with the change or just and i've seen some people be stuck in the past of how things used to be Mm -hmm. and as individuals are growing um on their own terms of course that affects just that dynamic between your relationships and so going into it knowing that roles within friendships and we're saying friendships but i think relationships too roles within friendships are dynamic they are ever growing um due to a lot of different factors and so i guess and i think for sure us in particular our roles within our friendships has have changed drastically from middle school, middle school to high school to, to college, college to, to post. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think that is just, it's very interesting. But yes. I will start it off by asking you, what do you think your role within your friend groups? Because obviously we, we all have multiple, and I guess that's something we can address too, is how, okay, I'll change up the question just to start it over. How are you the same in each of your friend groups? Um, I don't have many friend groups. <laughs> <laughs> yes, when you, you do. When you say it out who? You, oh, okay. Exactly. Yes, you do, because then you got, uh, I'm trying not to say names, but I'm like, how can I, you got Brittany and that yeah. group of friends. And I know that's not like close, but that's still people that you run with. And then you got your work people, which I know you're not like Christine. And, you know, I mean, you still go see that. It's still a friend. I know it's not necessarily a group. Yeah, no, I see what you're talking about. Different. They don't intermingle. Very yeah, yeah. Often. No, I hear you, and I and I think that too brings up another like topic in that friends, <laughs> Bella. Sorry, the episode. <laughs> friends. That's a very subjective term too, because you could be a friend. And this other person be a friend, but y'all be two different friends, but they still mm. a friend. If the, there's different levels. Yeah, there's different levels. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, you are exactly right. Um, <laughs> and I think to answer that question, yes and no, because yes, because I try to be the same person mm-hmm. because I'm trying to just be my authentic self. Mm-hmm. I think whether it is the environment or my own self stopping me that gets in the way of actually being the same in each group. Um, Elaborate. (laughs) um, Like, for example, with my my work friend, who is my friend, um, I talk to her, but we don't, we're on two different separate pages in Mm -hmm. our life. Like, for one, we're two different racist um and so that that doesn't play into it but i I, it kind of does because um i don't know and i feel like it maybe just be black people or just the minorities you don't want to appear a certain way even though your friend is probably going to accept you Mm -hmm. but it's just like they can't relate to it yeah they can't relate to it so it's just like i'm the same person Mm -hmm. but i guess simmered down a little okay. bit. And you don't so, go that deep on certain things as you would if it was your other group of friends. 
that are of the same ethnicity because yeah. they can relate. Yeah, I yeah. I gotta explain to you, you I don't have to sit, because explaining just takes a lot of energy anyway. So I don't have to give you backstory if you don't understand. True. But I will say this specific friend actually does understand a lot because she's a mental health therapist. <laughs> so it is actually very easy talking to her. I think I just, I don't have to be like, like we don't go to outings and mm-hmm. like bars and stuff together. We'll mm-hmm. go, you know, drink wine and watch Gilmore Girls, which I absolutely love. <laughs> but it's just like it's just two different things. And so, yeah. yes, I do feel like I am true. Like I am the same person in each of my friend groups. It's mm-hmm. just the level of intensity is kind of dialed down or dialed mm-hmm. up depending on like the setting or who. Um, what about you? Uh, I agree. <laughs> um, I feel like I concur. <laughs> right. I feel like previously I was, you know, dialed down versions of myself within friend groups. Mm-hmm. But I feel like now I have my, I guess, core group of friends. I don't have like a bunch of circles that I run in anymore. Um, and I have like my main people. And then I know I can be 1000% myself. And it's, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And so I don't have, I, and I, I used to, like, like you said, like, and I guess that's because I don't have many coworker friends I don't have okay I don't have any friends that I didn't meet because I wanted to meet them what do you mean like in the sense of a coworker relate friendship which I know we'll have an episode on this later but that's almost like a forced meeting we wouldn't have met under other circumstances right so we might not have as much in common besides a job right right all the other friends that I well all the friends that I have in my life now um we all met because we have common interests mm-hmm. or stuff like that. So I'm, we relate to each other on that level. Yeah. So it's like, I can be myself and they can be 100% their self. And we just, we just vibe. And I feel like you don't really have like- I don't want friends. No. <laughs> you don't have groups. Like, yes, okay, mm-hmm. you named Brittany, like mm-hmm. the group of friends. And I consider them all cool, mm-hmm. but I'm close to Brittany. Like, mm-hmm. so it's like that one person in that friend group. And so I feel like for you, you have more of just individual mm-hmm. friends, but if we were all together, we actually do mingle mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. but I feel like, yeah, you have different um, individuals, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. And so I feel like that, I find it beneficial in that sense, um, which, I mean, I guess in a sense, like with, with Ariel, hey, Ariel. like obviously, when I was in San Antonio, I had different groups of friends because I was in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And so being able to like run with those circles too, like obviously Ariel was kind of like my main connect in that sense, but I guess no more than two. I don't, it was all of them, but yeah. I was always the closest to this one person, but I was able to get along with that circle. But the way that I was in that circle compared to like the Beaumont friends, that was completely different because in San Antonio, I partied. And yeah. back in high school, not so much, but because the opportunity wasn't really there <laughs> to drink and stuff like that. Okay, well, it to was you, <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. So being it like, I don't know, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess prior, and then now I feel like all of my friendships are just kind of aligned yeah. to where we're all pretty much the same. Like I know I can go out with Drew, but I know I can bring you out with Drew and right. we still have a great time. Right. Right. So, They've all kind of blurred. And I feel like that's something I used to not want to do. Mm-hmm. I used to hate mixing friend groups 
because I was just like, I used to feel that pressure of like, okay. You're at the center. You have to make, yes, like, you're make like sure the everybody's, super host. Right. Mm-hmm. And make sure everybody's comfortable and you don't want to be with one friend too long because it was like, oh, they're going to think they're being, I used to hate that. And yep. now I'm so glad that all the friends that I have, they're like, I can, I can leave Drew with you and mm-hmm. you be, I can leave Aaron with you <laughs> when I'm not here. Y'all be acting like y'all the best with the friends. I'm like, okay. Literally. <laughs> and with my mama too. Right. Me, Ariel, and my mama just be chatting it up. And I'll be <laughs> all the way, where, where was I? Was I? You'd be like, let Ariel in. Gotcha. Right. Y'all <laughs> come too. home, y'all both drunk on the couch. Oh, you showed up. <laughs> right, right. Um, no, I understand. And I feel like my, um, that was my situation for a long time and I don't think I've been in that situation recently um which does like you know it's not the greatest but I think that and I have talked to you just like kind of my goal of strengthening individual relationships Mm -hmm. I think that's going to make me just kind of feel better just with like kind of balancing out that all my friends together is just not going to work. Which, you know, and I, I feel like not because of this specific situation, but I feel like too, kind of just like the super host role that you gotta play when you're mm-hmm. all together. That's probably one of the main reasons why I never wanna do anything for my birthday. Because I don't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Like, and, I, and it's just like, I don't know. I feel like I got to the point where it's just like, well, I should be able to enjoy it. I should, and people want me to celebrate my birthday, but I'm just like, I don't enjoy it. I like it just being lax. And then, you know, I just being a super host in front of your friends is just, mm, it is like, Lord have mercy. And I, I mean, I concur in that sense, even though like my friend groups are fine and I don't necessarily feel the pressure, but I, I've just never been the person that like, I don't know, I've just never been like a big birthday person either. Mm-hmm. But Drew, it like forces me to do something down there every year. It's like, mm-hmm. no, we're gonna do something. Then we go on here, we go. So like, was that wasn't last year? That was twenty twenty when I had the party here. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, I mean, I didn't really want to do anything, but it was like, okay, we've been in, we've literally been stuck in the house for months. Yeah, so let's do something. Right. And so having, I, I will say that's been a benefit of the friends that I have now is they want me to do something. And so even if it's like, I'm not gonna plan it, it's like, well, okay, we got you. We'll do yeah. something. What do you want to do? Let's make something happen. Yeah. So that's been a positive. Yeah, yeah. The alignment of friend groups or friends. I feel like my friends like do that Always want too. You to do yes, yeah. Do. Um, I, I included. I just think that I, I, I think too, something that I've learned as I've gotten older with my friends that I'm not, going to necessarily like everything like my idea of fun is not necessarily their Mm -hmm. idea of fun but it's not just that either it's more so like my idea of fun maybe doesn't match their intensity of it but it might be the same Mm -hmm. Uh, and so like (laughs) for instance this past weekend was OMG, hat <laughs> to the max. Two of my uh, close friends' birthdays were recently, um, which they were doing other things, but this was like the weekend following both of their birthdays. And then my friend Kiana's friend, who I became friends with, had her birthday this weekend. And so it was just like so many outings this weekend. And if y'all know me, I like 
my body just hurts. Like that first day I was pumped. I was like, oh, I haven't been out in a while. Let me go. Got all dolled up. It was a great time. The next morning I was like, who am I? And you know, it would be fine. I would be able to go out like later in that night, but my friends, <laughs> which I love, cause I always love being together, but we had like, lunch, dinner, a play, and then going out afterwards. I was just like, oh, okay. And, was it, it was, and then the next day, yes. <laughs> and I feel like old me would have just like, went to the max and just kind of like okay. exhausted herself. And I feel like new me, it's not new me, but Adult, adult me is like you know it is okay if I'm not at every event mm-hmm. um, because I know my body I know I just need like a breather I mm-hmm. know that if I don't get XYZ done here that it's going to make me more stressed out later so let me just take a breath mm-hmm. regroup and then meet y'all back and that's what I did and I had a great time I mean I was still exhausted <laughs> but this weekend was very very much needed it was nice I love hanging out with my friends um, and of course drinking um, <laughs> but it was nice to catch up with everybody uh, one of my friends had recently moved back to Beaumont because she you know married life um, <laughs> and it was good like just catching up with her and like I said just being intentional with my friends, working on like individual relationships, I feel like that's just been a, a thing that I've been trying to work on lately. Right, and echoing your needing a breather, old me, San Antonio me, and even prime Houston me. Yeah, I was would just like, I didn't know San Antonio you to that extent, but well, I've we, heard. <laughs> we used to go, so, side story. Um, going back to the San Antonio days, we used to literally, so I worked at Starbucks. I used to to open at Starbucks and so that's 5.30 in the morning. We would literally go out. We would go eat before, obviously drink while we're eating at the restaurant, then go out, stay out till two, go eat because we always ate afterwards because, you know, you don't want to be dead. Wouldn't get home till like 3.30, 4 o'clock, and then I would have to get up at 5.30, and then we would do it again. You didn't night. sleep. I did not sleep. Luckily, like, I was able to get sleep after work. Right. I, I only worked like six hours, I think. But still, mm-hmm. my body was like, what? But I think, too, that's kind of what's changed from our... Um... <laughs> early 20s to our late 20s. I, and I feel like, cause for that, I had similar stories with that. <laughs> <laughs> cause I feel like I did a lot more, but now I can't even imagine. No. And I'm like, it's really, it's, it's hitting me. But you know what? I found peace in not doing shit. <laughs> Literally, cause when I tell you, I, we both did this Friday separately yeah. and got home damn at the same Literally, time. I walked in. <laughs> I knew TJ was going to be home. I walked in at like 3.05 or something to that extent. And I was like, oh, he's not here. This Negro walks in 10 minutes after me. And then we have a whole conversation at the bar. I don't remember. At all. Let me tell Mm -hmm. you, the next day he repeated everything to me. And I was like, you pulling a me because what it yeah so, so this is why understanding your friends is important great topic talking about rolling with the homies 
just understanding one another. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I think that's kind of what I wanted to ask you when you posed the question, like, are you the same person within each of your friend groups or like mm-hmm. just individual friends? My question kind of was like, if not, what are the barriers to you not being able to be the same? Kind of like how I mentioned mm-hmm. with just my, with, with Chris, Christine, that's a, <laughs> I was about to say coworker, but I was stumbling on my words. Um, Cause she is a friend. So I don't want to discount yeah. that. Um, but like, like I said, it's like, I am this, I'm me, but mm-hmm. it's just a different version. Cause all the things that we do together, how we spend time, I enjoy it. But I, I guess one version is not shown to the extent just because, I mean, race is a, I feel like a big thing for sure. I will say for me, um, a lot of it, I will say gender, because a lot of the friends that Mm -hmm. I had were female. Mm -hmm. And also knowing them from high school, I feel like a lot of, which obviously you were in that friend group. So a lot of, we weren't going, or I never really went out with y'all. Like, I I can't think of it, besides like birthdays. I feel like those are the times when we would all go out besides just to go eat. And so in this space, which is kind of like why why we butted heads in LA when we went on that trip, yeah. was I was so used to like partying because San Antonio and like we were going out all the time to where it was an adjustment for me whenever we went to LA and it was just like, everybody just wanted to go eat and chill. And I was like, no, I want to go out. I want to experience LA. Yeah. And so me becoming this, I guess, when I got, because I was relatively reserved in high school. Like I wasn't, I didn't drink. I didn't really go out that much unless it was like some chill shit or we went to hell McAllister's to eat. Mm -hmm. And so when I got to college and finally was just like, I want to experience the college life. And then I got addicted to it. Um, (laughs) And going out, it was like, it's a slippery slope, you guys. Slippery slope. Right. And so I had never experienced that with the friend group that I was in. Right. And so it seemed like, there was a disconnect there in my mind. And this could have completely been one-sided and we could all have the time of our lives, but not being able to just be like, oh, I want to go drink. I want to go do this. I want to have fun. And it was always yeah. like our, the dynamics between us, between us, what worked with us. <laughs> <laughs> we're so chill. And it was just like, we're just going to, we're just going to chill. We're going to chill. And I'm yeah. just like, but I want to turn up. I want to go get drunk. I want to do this. Yeah. Because again, for so long of being this little reserved shy, just, oh no, cool and then finally getting the taste of like just living freely i was like i want to do that right right and then also not feeling as though people related because again male issues women issues mm-hmm. so those things were different and not wanting to bring certain things and then also i'm just very reserved in certain most aspects of my life like even doing this podcast and us talking about our business and stuff like that like that's never been really me You're right. and so obviously things that have come up we've discussed since then and you know like I'm always, I'm going into, I guess it's a segue into like roles and friendships. I'm the friend that wants to make sure everyone's okay, which goes into the whole, you know, uh, super host. <laughs> I want to make sure that everyone's okay. So I prefer asking people like, oh, how's everything going? Just making sure that that communication is there. However, when the shoe's on the other foot, I'm more of the, oh no, I'm good. That's me. <laughs> and I acknowledge that. Y'all just see the look that I'm giving him. Cause I am so proud of my friend for taking accountability. Accountability, cause what are we now? Um, so, right, I'm grown. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Who was that? was that? Okay, sorry. Going off on a tangent. Anyway, yes. So being in that situation of being like, you know, I just want to 
like I said, my role was making sure that everyone else was okay. I wanted to make sure everyone else was good and having a good time and stuff like that. Right. And I wasn't worried about me. It's like, oh, no, no, don't worry about me. I'm fine. What about you? How's things going? And stuff like that. And so I feel like that became a barrier Mm -hmm. in open communication between uh, friends and friendships and stuff like that. So I guess that would have been the, the hindrance in being having everything authentically all bubbled mm-hmm. up and all no, that fun stuff. I agree. And I feel like kind of the bulk of it leads down to like communication, but there's so many reasons why he, it's hard to communicate. Literally. And so especially because we were all in different places. Right, right. <laughs> and I mean, even just to speak into that LA trip, I feel like, yes, that probably could have been a factor along with so many other things mm-hmm. that again, weren't communicated. Like for instance, I've been to LA 20,000 different times. I don't want to do anything anymore because I've been there so many times and Kendra lives there. And so it's just kind of like, you know, that definitely influenced as well as we as a group never seen that side of you. So we didn't even know that that's what you wanted to do to that extent. And so I thought there was a lot of things that influenced that. But again, it goes back down to communication. And I feel like that's something that I have definitely worked on and with my friendships for sure. She has. She didn't see me look at her the way I did because she was in her own mind but her communication is grown. But I feel like the biggest thing that I do try to communicate is literally just kind of like putting boundaries and saying no. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because like again going back to this weekend I do want to go out and I do this but I know like my limits Mm -hmm. and like I don't know. I maybe it's because I'm a mental health counselor. I don't know, but I think it's beyond that. But my connection between mental, emotional, and physical is correlated. It is correlated. And um, I definitely know when I get like mentally exhausted, yeah, signs start showing physically. And mm-hmm. so it's just like, Oh, I see that. Like, it's just like physically. And so I'm just like, oh, I know I need to regroup. I need to say no. And that was, like I said earlier, that was kind of a hard thing for me to do. But, you know, I'm getting better at it. I'm working on it, which kind of leads me into the Mental Health Monday thing that we um, kind of posted for this week, which is it speaks to just being intentional i guess so to speak within your friend groups and just not um not just having good intentions but acting on them and so like having the thought as well as the action with it and so a good example like from this i'm just kind of kind of read what the post was but it's like a simple interaction between two friends. It could be like, okay, one friend says, let me know if I could do anything. And the other person says, okay, but in their head, they're like, I need to do this, I need to do that. I need, I wish I had this, blah, blah, blah. But they're not necessarily communicating that versus actually putting action to it. And you know, the same friend that asked, let me know if I could do anything, changes and just says, I'm bringing you dinner tonight. So what time is good? I feel like that's something that I definitely need to work on because I really do have good intentions Mm -hmm. and I make every excuse in the book Mm -hmm. to not act on my intentions. So like, for example, the whole like tuna casserole. I have one good friend that loves tuna casserole (laughs) and I make it often and like I don't 
it's not that I don't think about it, but I'm like, oh, well, she hadn't asked about it. Like she'll ask if, if she needs it, blah, blah, blah. As opposed to me just saying, oh, I made some, you know, let me go drop it by. So that's like what I'm trying to do more as opposed to just waiting for my friends. Cause I do that often. I say, let me know if I can be of support in any way, blah, 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 this and that. But sometimes if you just know people, go ahead and just do it. Right. And I 1000% agree to that. And I don't know what, if it's like a, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I will say once since becoming friends with Drew, that is something I noticed that he's really good at. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my nigga Drew. Um, he's one of those people that doesn't, like, like I said, for my birthday and stuff, like it could literally be, like my birthday's not till July. Literally next month, he's like, all right, what's your for your birthday? What are we gonna do? When you're planning a trip, make sure you take, like he's very proactive in that and making sure that everybody has a good time. And I think that's one of his friendship strength is just making sure everybody's good. And actually he's a planner. So making sure and going just intentionally, like, I want you to have a good time for your birthday. What can we do? Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, you're going to do something and just waiting for you to be like, oh, because if you leave it up to me, I'll be like, mm-hmm. so yeah. And then July come around and it's like, okay, well. exactly. <laughs> so I think since being friends with him, which has been six, seven years now, yeah. like that is something that I've just picked up and started to like try to implement with other friends, like just randomly, like, like you, for instance. I know that you're busy. Literally, your nights are fun, which is why this is happening so damn. <laughs> um, with work and stuff like that. So it's like, obviously, we have dishes and you, you're you good at washing them and letting them sit and dry. So it's like, if I know you got pots and pans out, like even though it's obviously both our houses, but I'll put them up just so you don't have to worry about that. It's like, I'm about to sit in action and be like, oh, do you want, would that help you if I did that? Yeah. But it's just like putting stuff up or washing the dishes. If I see the we you have stuff sitting there, it's like, I'm just throwing in a dishwasher right there so it'll be clean for the morning for Right. And so I think that's something that I've learned in just being able to show up and just doing stuff before it even is needed. Which can, I guess, sometimes be, but I think it's worth they didn't need it. Well, <laughs> but still. Well, like, well, so a great example of that. <laughs> so if I'm out like you guys and I'm out past like the dark time or whatever, <laughs> you just turn the dark. Um, I'll come back and because TJ knows I like light, he knows like I close my blinds or whatever. Mm-hmm. He'll come. I mean, I'll come back and my lamp will be on in the room as well as like my blinds will be closed. Now, whether or not he does this for me or for my cat Bella, I don't know. So let me tell you this right now. <laughs> I don't do it for either of y'all. I do it for me because that shit scares the <laughs> me. Because if I walk down here and then blinds are open and I see somebody staring. Well, near, so near, I near, wanted near, to near. tell you because I was like, I know when you do it. Or if I do it because the whole blind is closed, I just be closing my curtains because Bella still goes in Mm -hmm. there. But you close the whole thing. And so I know when the whole thing is closed because I wake up in the morning and the blinds in the living room are open because Mm -hmm. she's like trying to look out the window. Mm -hmm. So it's just like. And you know what else? I don't know if she's noticed this yet because I don't think she's lifted up the windows in a while. I will lock them hoes because you leave them. You lock them all the time. Because do you realize? When I'm here and I'm upstairs, I'm like, somebody gonna just put that screen down, Nobody's sit up in here. do anything. You're right, but no, I know <laughs> I know when you touch it, it's locked. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, no, True. I always Because what am I? I am paranoid. <laughs> paranoid. So that is something that I do. I, hey, I would love to say that I do that for you so that you. Well, oh, no, I know I you do. Sometimes it's I do. For like, Bella. Like, going, <laughs> <laughs> this for Bella or for you? Because this is, in my mind, thinking for me. I know like if you're going out with your friends and I know you're not going to be back so late and it's going to be pitch black dark, it's like, and you coming home drunk, 
So well, you can see your way to your room. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, we both leave the light on in the kitchen. Yeah, that's not a an issue. I'm talking about like the which McCut. That's the gist of what we were right. trying to say. Um, um, what would you say? What is your strength within your friendships? What is your your core competencies? Sorry, I've been in interviews all day. <laughs> and someone said that, and I was like, oh, I haven't heard that used in a while. But yes, what would you say your strength is? Mm-hmm. And then I'll tell you what I think your strength is. And then we can flip it. Okay. Listen and say your weakness. Hey. <laughs> we can do that too. <laughs> well, so I think my strength as a friend has changed over time. Um, and I think that's due to growth, all the good factors that we were just talking about. Um, but I feel like my strength back then in my relationship, especially like high school, early college, undergrad, whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was just very fun. I don't know. I still think you're fun. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but I feel like I'm funny. Like, I remember, like, my friends would want me to tell the story, at least Kier. <laughs> Kier would always, she'd be like, Natalie, tell it, tell it. Because I am very dramatic and I embellish and I make you feel as if you were there at the story, like when it was happening, when the situation was going down. Um, so I feel like that is a strength, which hopefully I still have it today. I feel like a lot of life things take a, suck away the life out of me. Um, but I feel like my strength now, today in friends, is to see different perspectives as opposed really yes I feel like I try my very best not necessarily to play devil's advocate or to be like no a rescuer advocates. of somebody but more so just to see the big picture as opposed to just like taking for something taking something for what it is so like for example let's say like we're in um, I don't know. We're out to eat. It's a good group of us, and we're talking about something that we didn't see or heard from such and such that from we went Jay to college. That you know, something we went, somebody we went to high school with, or something like that. I feel like, yeah, we would talk about it, and then I would probably throw in something to the extent of like, well, such and such like influenced. I don't know. I feel like she therapizes it. But in a good way. I was about to say, don't mm-hmm. say that because I don't like that. Because yes, I do have the knowledge of a therapist, mm-hmm. and I think that my role within friends is not to be mm-hmm. a therapist, no, and no. I try not to be a therapist. Um, but I think that throughout my growth as a, an adult, mm-hmm. I feel like I can apply a lot of things that I've grown. Mm-hmm. The only difference is I haven't been to therapy to the extent that other people have because I went to school. Yeah. And so that I feel like that definitely has been a plus. But I think either one way or another, if I hadn't went to school, I would have learned these things and tried to apply it. I think it would have just been a slower process. <laughs> right. We would have been so, in our 30s. Yeah. You know, 40. Um, right. Or 50. <laughs> That would have been terrible. So I'm right. <laughs> um, yes, I 1000% agree. And I think the way the the reason the reason I said therapize it is because it's the way you approach it mm-hmm. isn't like you can check people without making it sound like you checking them. Yeah. And I feel like that is that's beneficial because it allows people to see other sides of the story, but it doesn't come off as you're like Guys, you know, listen. Right. Barbara is, it's not like that. It's more just like, well, you know, y'all, she might have been dealing with X, Y, Z, and we shouldn't be, you know, like, and it doesn't come off as you're trying to preach. 
Like, so that's why I say, I feel like that is always, it, it comes off as relatable, which is why I feel like you're a great therapist because it always does come out relatable. I appreciate that. But, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's what I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like that does go into not just friendships too, or not definitely has helped within my relationship <laughs> with Jacob because we can actually also, just name, like oh. I was supposed to bleep that out that's fine because <laughs> we can also okay. <laughs> side note Kiana was like so I was listening I told you yesterday I was listening oh I didn't no <laughs> <laughs> she was like so I was listening to that third episode <laughs> and I was like she actually yeah. mentioned that some of y'all official. I was like, girl, <laughs> but they was drunk. Yes, yeah, we were. <laughs> um, but that has helped, like within that relationship too, because I feel like you gonna argue with your significant other probably more than you do with friends. Significant. But being <laughs> able to approach it, and I guess I would like to say just like a non-judgmental way mm-hmm. helps you be able to like. Take emotions out of it just to be able to like find a solution or not everything has a solution, all that good stuff. But yes, I, I am so glad that you agree with how I see yes. myself. But what about you? What do you feel like are your strengths within your friends? And I will definitely let you know if I agree or not. Mm-hmm. Sip strength. I- <laughs> <laughs> and here comes that judgment, y'all, that she said she didn't have. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Not all the time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't Jesus now. I'm okay. Okay. Um, I feel like my strength within my friendships is I show up in the sense like I <laughs> like I try I try my hardest to be there for my friends in whatever way is possible, which I mean I alluded to before. Um, like I was at our, our little high school core group of friends. Like I went to I made it a point to go to everyone's graduation. Like I wanted to be there to support those people. And if I missed undergrad, then I was there for grad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you basically, I think, were you the only? Yeah, you of H, we didn't, we had limited people. Yeah, so I couldn't go to your undergrad, so I went to, yeah. So that's, I feel like that's what it, just try to make people feel supported, uh-huh. I guess, in that thing. And I guess that comes from me in past friendships, not feeling supported and not wanting my friends to feel that. Yeah. So making sure that like, hey, look, I'm here for you, whatever it is that, however I can help. I try to make sure that I am present and helpful, even if it is just by being physically there. Yeah. No, I I absolutely agree. And I feel like I... I kind of said this earlier, just in regards to like one of my goals is to be more intentional. And I feel like you do that. And so like, again, even if we don't know who he doing it for, but he closed my curtains oh. <laughs> and turns like, on my lamp. But like he he does other things like that. And I feel like, again, he, he doesn't wait for someone to ask for it. And he just does it. Now, granted, like you said earlier, like I don't know if the person needs it. You're right, you don't know. Um, but I feel like sometimes like just doing it and just like, reaping the benefits of it i mean reaping the consequences of it later mm-hmm. is helpful than just waiting for the person to ask you because there's a lot of things that would limit or stop the person from just being able to ask and so um no i definitely i definitely think that like another example again he does it for bella because i leave on the weekends and i put lots of food out for bella you know cats don't they're not gonna eat everything everything um, so I put a lot of food out for Bella. She's fine. She literally is Miss Independent. 
Um, She's spoiled though. But see, <laughs> you will spoil her because TJ will come downstairs and be like cooking. Actually, <laughs> what's about to say? Never mind. Don't cook. I am cooking now. You are. You are. But you'll be vegetarian <laughs> now. You'll be downstairs like doing something, and that's when Bella likes to beg the most. And you know where her little squeezy treats are. You put those on it, and I'm just like, no, she can eat dry food for this whole three days that I've gone. And see, again, damn, this is making me sound really bad. Yeah, because it's for Bella. It's for you. It's for Bella because Bella don't fuck with me, and so I'll be trying whatever I can to win her over. And I don't know. It's been what (laughs) four or five years now, and I have not learned that she don't give up. So we're going to rewind this. Basically, I have good intentions, not necessarily the action all the time. You have bad intentions, but you have the action all the time. And that's how we're going to define that. When it comes to Bella. When it comes to Bella. Uh, Yes, maybe. Because you know what? She really... Anyway, I guess that's not a good part for this episode because she's definitely not my friend. Except that one time that I was in LA. Oh my God, that one time. And she was really all up on me. You were gone for a week though. Yeah. And so I think she just got really lonely. She was like, well, my mama not coming back at this point. Okay, so I guess I got to make up with this nigga. Yeah. And she was all up on me, slept in my bed. Wow. Right. I mean, I don't think it was a full night, but she fell asleep at that. Not on me at the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry. Y'all, there's a gnat in here. And we have been playing. Yes. We have been playing Kung Fu Panda with this damn gnat this whole episode. So sorry, I just hit the mic. I don't know if that's going to come out of the episode or not. But yes, Fruit Ninja, I guess, at this point. I'm, I like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have. Slicing the fruit. <laughs> okay, so now, question that I have, because obviously, like, like your, like, it was here. Okay, sorry. Like your mama used to say when you was younger, not everybody a little friend. So what would you say classifies someone from a friend to an associate? Because just because you know somebody don't make them your friend. No such thing <laughs> as friends, only associates. <laughs> Y'all know I'm gonna come with a, a little gym jam. Right, I wonder if he gonna be at the rodeo this week. Right. Super excited. Yeah, we're gonna see More events happening this weekend. We going down. More safe. Uh, right, huh. anyway, so yes. What would, how would you classify a friend over an associate? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. Just because I say I don't know because I feel like it takes two to tango and mm-hmm. I can speak from the other person's like perspective in the sense of you don't know people's capabilities and how they can be a friend to you unless you allow it. And so okay. I think that that's what I mean by like, I don't know what classifies as a friend, but mm-hmm. let's say in a perfect world that I am really allowing myself to have this person be a support for me, be a friend. Mm-hmm. What I would like to see in an ideal way is just um, understanding, mm-hmm. not necessarily showing up all the time because I know you have a life too in mm-hmm. that sense, but I would like you know, to be thought about. And so understanding, I would like to be thought about. So just like even a consideration, you know, like a perfect example, I don't see, and this is my cousin, I don't see my cousin all the time and we live in Houston together, but I'm just pretty far from one another. 
but we'll text each other like randomly just like oh you have you watched snowfall which i have not yet she's uh she's about (laughs) to kill me and she'll be like this and that and then like actually this weekend on sunday we're gonna go to brunch and ikea because that's what we do oh and at home but it's just like just to like have that non-judgmental just openness understanding as well as just like showing up because i'm trying to speak for myself i can't show up at absolutely everything because Mm -hmm. i know i'm going to exhaust myself and so i need to stop looking at it as an all or nothing and see how other ways that i can show up Mm -hmm. and that could just be simple communication reaching out to them individually or you know sending them something i love i used to send like letters and pictures. And you know what? That is something that, going back to Drew has him and a brill. Like we'll just randomly send cards. Like when and we moved Christine in here, will send me. <laughs> like random. Oh, yeah, every time they got a baby. Yes. <laughs> two, y'all. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Christine. Mason, like you just popping our kids every day. <laughs> well, she is married, so you know. Right there, you go. But like sending holiday cards, like Ariel sent one. Right, like, stuff like that. That's yeah. why I was like, yeah. So definitely, um, kind of sum it up. Someone who's understanding, someone who shows up, and I guess like just intentional, like. Mm-hmm. You, it's not enough just to have good intentions, but yeah. good intentions with action. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and boundaries. That's oh, I want them to have good boundaries. I guess I kind of said that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want you just to cater to me to everything. Mm-hmm. I want you to tell me no. I want you to be like. You don't, I don't want it. Yes. Right. Exactly. Yes. I want so I want you to have boundaries too, because then I know you're human, and it makes me feel more comfortable when I set I boundaries. Said no. Yeah. yeah. So. And I think that is something growing up that I had to implement um, boundaries <laughs> in friendships because because in the I started to feel guilty. Yes. She got it, y'all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is love jungle fever over here. She <laughs> then it's the because of these girl. strawberries. Yes, the no, strawberries. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> no, it actually probably is because we haven't seen them since. Mm-hmm. In the the fact of I used to I used to get like so much friendship guilt yeah. whenever I would say no and not being there for people because I'm so I don't want to say conditioned but it's just like I want to be there like that's that's what I feel like how I show up in friendship because sometimes I can't buy you all the shit especially back in college when we were struggling I couldn't you know buy you a gift or stuff like that so just my presence being there I'm like okay look I drove because all of us lived so far away but like okay I drove four hours like me being at this dinner is I'm here. I'm showing sure right, up. Right, right. So that was the thing for that. And I used to feel so guilty when I, I couldn't do that. And so I feel like finally being able to just be like, look, y'all, and actually voice it. Because, again, in college, going back to them all, all okay, nighters and, and stuff like that. Soul. We Literally. Just, and being in the face was, because I was still just working a little small, little Starbucks right. job, minimum wage. So it's like, sometimes you ain't got the money. And so that's a good reason to be like, oh. No. No. <laughs> Damn near. Here we are again, full circle, 10 years later. But so, like, the guilt, I just finally had to be like, look. Yeah. And I feel like my friends, your real friends will understand. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I understand because shit, I'm going through X, Y, and Z, too. But again, going back to what you were saying, communication. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so I have one last question before we... We do a whole final comments thing. <laughs> what what is a friendship pet peeve of yours? Mm. Mm. Ooh, let me think about that. I don't know. Okay. You go first. I'm gonna go first. My pet peeve 
and friendships, and this is not shots fired, but relatable content. I dislike, I was gonna say despise, but I'm not gonna make it as hard. Despise. I dislike literally one-sided friends. Yeah, yeah. Who all they do is take, 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 or want so much from you, but then when the shoe's on the other foot, they act like, oh. Mm. Yeah. In the sense of, and it, the only, I, okay, let me elaborate on that because obviously that makes it sound like <laughs> I'm expecting so much from them. And I think, like going back to what you said, I don't need you to show up every day. I don't need to talk to you every day because hell, we got lives that we don't talk Right, about. right. Um, but it's in the sense of like, even if it's like, I know at some point you're on Instagram, I know at some point if you're on social media, if you see something that's funny or whatever, share it. Right. It don't have to be, we have to have this whole conversation about it, but just like in those moments of let me know like, you ain't just forgot about me. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take, even if it's just like, hey, been busy, you good? Simple. Mm-hmm. It ain't gotta be. And I feel like there were friendships in the past <laughs> where <laughs> that wasn't a thing. And it felt like I was always the giver. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I guess with that specific friendship in me, that's been multiple instances, and I just speaking on one person. It was just like my tank was running dry for this mm-hmm. one, for this friend or these friends. And it was just like, when am I going to feel like it's actually a friendship? Yeah. And I'm not just, hell, you sh- <laughs> new term alert, sugar friend. Like, I'm just. <laughs> I'm not just sitting here. <laughs> You're providing everything for you, and all you're doing is taking, <laughs> right? But That's a good one, right? It's so funny because I just got an Instagram DM today, and it was like, Woo. "Yeah, we go. We coined in that term, <laughs> sugar friend." Hey, what's up? I don't know if you ever had a sugar daddy before, but I can pay you eight thousand. <laughs> Did you respond? I said this to Jacoby. He said spam. I said, oh, uh-uh. Sugar friend. I, I'm i dying, y'all. Mm-hmm. Sugar friend. But so, yeah. No, we don't want no sugar friends over here. No, that makes sense. That <laughs> definitely does make sense. I'm crying. Um, no, yeah. I, I think that is. And I think that too, and I hope and I feel like you have, that that goes back to you just like showing up all the time um that you have to again what i said earlier and like you you allow people to treat you the way that mm-hmm. they treat you mm-hmm. and i feel like at some point and i i feel like you've gotten much better now mm-hmm. but at some point would you recognize this you have to be realistic about what you're expecting from that person mm-hmm. and make that boundary just to not give to the extent that you are because mm-hmm. now all it's doing is like just draining you. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's that's fair. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I feel like my pet peeve, and I feel like this applies to friendships, relationships, it applies to anybody who is talking to me <laughs> in life. Platonically too, you have to Yeah. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> I, my biggest pet peeve is Every time I interact with you, your energy is negative. Woo! Because it's so draining. And I don't necessarily mean like, I get, well, let me define what energy, what negative energy means. Uh It's- Eeyore. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, (laughs) 
it's either like you are angry or frustrated all the time. And again, I'm speaking in extremes, y'all. And so it's like either you're angry or frustrated all the time or you are like just sad all the time and draining. And it's it's not that I don't want you to not be sad or not be frustrated because I do want to hear those from time to time. Mm -hmm. I just can't be your end all be all for the Mm -hmm. person that's constantly receiving how are you exactly and i and i I feel like i say that just because uh, for one i i do this for a living and i can't mentally and emotionally myself take that all the time Mm -hmm. but like two i feel like that's not helpful for anybody Mm -hmm. like no one can just be the end-all be-all like person that you go to I would love to support you if I know that you're doing things to support yourself. And so like, cause I do, like I wanna hear about my friends, good, bad, ugly, all that good stuff. And if it's just like a constant repetition of the same daily frustration, you know, it's draining. It's draining and I think it kind of goes back to what I was saying. If every time we talk, you going through something, something, when are you ever asking, how are you? Right. When are you checking on me to make sure I'm good at shit? I might be going through some shit too. But you, but you don't feel comfortable saying it because it's like, you, you know. <laughs> you going through this shit. Yeah, yeah. 1,000%. And, and you get, oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, you get to the point where now you see their name or you see like the pop-up and you mm-hmm. got to prepare yourself Literally. to talk to them. And it's just like, if now I'm having to take this extra step to prepare myself and it's not just like a, oh, let me pick up like it's type like, of deal. Up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, I can't do it. Cause now it's not something enjoyable. It's more so seen as a It's test. work. Yeah. And it's I, work. I got and enough I work. As much as, as much as obviously I think we can both agree that friendships are work. It shouldn't feel like a job. All the time. Literally. Right. There should be some ease to it. Cause if that's the case, shit. Right, right. When are you ever going to enjoy the friendship? No. You just also got a free therapist. <laughs> <laughs> and whoa, we don't do that for free over here. No, uh, I don't. I wish. <laughs> I wish. Was that a, a jab? <laughs> Not at you. That was a jab at my therapist. I wish she was free. <laughs> <laughs> Good shit. Paying out of pocket is not fun. Uh, I like when it's paid to me, but I right. pay others. That is very true. But okay. Any final closing comments before we take a break and wrap up the show in regards to the topic? Any closing comments on the topic? Uh, no, I think we literally hit a good bit of just like friends and what does that look like. Oh, I guess one thing that I wanted to say. I feel like each of my friends offers something like unique yes, in the sense of they might be similar. We might have similar interests and can vibe and get along. But I feel like each friend offers something unique individually. And Mm -hmm. I have very much appreciated that because I feel like kind of going back to high school, when I looked at friends, I looked at group and it was just like one union, like unity, like unity. Hell hard. I'm gonna play you. I'm gonna kill you. Y'all, if y'all not getting these references to the the Parkers, then I don't know what. But, so yes, I feel like when I was in high school, I viewed my friends as if it was just like one group of friends, which we were, but we were all individual. Mm -hmm. And I feel like as I've gotten older, I can really appreciate and value just 
each individual and how we come together as a group. Uh-huh. But I'm able just to still be a friend to you individually too. Uh, I feel like that for sure um, has just been a benefit as getting older and just like within my social life. Because knowing what friends you can go to for what. Right. Because like I know if I need to bury a body, I'm calling Drew. (laughs) Just saying. Don't call me because I'm going to be like, well, so Mm -hmm. did you think about... Mm -hmm. See, Natalie's not a ride or die. She's a ride or try. She's going to try for a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But then if she don't like it, mm -mm, she out. She out. Because again, what did I say? Boundaries. Right. Um, It's funny. I was listening to some podcasts and they said it as a, a... they use a different definition for ride or try. It was like, I'm a ride for you until you try me and then I got to cut you off. <laughs> and you know what? Relatable. This person was also a cancer as well as I am. <laughs> Relatable content because I, I am here for you 1000%. Try me one good time. And it's like, whoop, whoop. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Reevaluate this. <laughs> That's what one of my clients said. She was like, I know you're a Libra because you just offer balance. Mm-hmm. And I was like, exactly. <laughs> she like she did. No. Mind you, I've known this client for a long time now. Okay. She's like, just you just offer ballots. And I was cracking up because I was like, Oh shit, that is funny. You, can, oh, yeah. you can feel it. And I was like, that <laughs> makes sense. Like, I'm a ride for you, but not to the extent that I'm sacrificing my life now. There you go. I'm gonna so. find a balance to it. Um, and I'm going to put a pause, pump the brakes. Mm-hmm. You'll be a, a ride or reason. A ride or reason. Give me a reason why I need to ride. Exactly. Maybe we could keep on rolling. But if not, just park Sell the car and let me. go. <laughs> right. Sell to me your reason and for us to keep I'm this going train going. <laughs> but hopefully you never get to the point where you do have to kill somebody because, I mean... I'm, you still my emergency contact, so they'll call you first. <laughs> and I'm a plead that what? Hey, okay, there you go. Uh, my last thing that I will go, and this is speaking from... You heard that deep breath, y'all? Experience. Ooh, I was about to say, as I finish the Please end drink, of my I know I'm about to, too. Um, I will feel like the greatest thing that I've learned within friendships is communication and effectively communicating with your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like in a lot of our friendship, we've known each other, or even just specifically just speaking to us, we can, you okay? I'm chewing the strawberry, oh. I don't want them to <laughs> hear it. she was in there, I thought she was about to fart. I was like, don't fart too, the mic. <laughs> Rude. Oh, no, I didn't think you would do it, but I was like, you was in the position. So I was like, uh, nah. <laughs> um, I feel like, like speaking with us, like I feel like we could easily assume, but I feel like that's one of our, friendship core competencies is that we communicate (laughs) with each other and I feel like that has definitely helped this friendship grow and blossom and do my Kelly growth hands um so yes I guess don't be afraid to communicate within friendships right it could it could save a friendship or it could let you know where you stand in a friendship it provides clarity yeah, it provides clarity and it like lets go of just possible animosity. Um, mm-hmm. Like for instance, actually, right before we started recording this, what DJ came downstairs because I was eating because I was hungry. And he was singing, which normally I join in on the song or mm-hmm. whatever the case would be. And I was just like, not feeling it. He looked up, he got the hint right away, and then continued on. And it was just like, he knew probably it wasn't like personal towards him, but it was just like, 
she she tied she need a minute and i did and then i snap back i was there i was there also it could be because oh i'm caught up <laughs> hold on let me take a minute you guys who you cheated with <laughs> i cheated on walking dead daryl oh I started watching a minute. You know? Oh, that's right. You <laughs> <laughs> no, it could be because I finally caught up to Walking Dead, and now, now really I have to wait all eleven seasons. And Literally, I kid you not, th- um. three weeks. <laughs> no, because you started this after. February. I feel like you started this after Valentine's Day. Jesus, I think it's been like a month. No, no. Not- what are we on? We're on the seventh. It, you started this after Valentine's Day. I'm. You started the no, no I started before yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. and I was like on season three or something yeah. by Valentine's you're Day right, right. um three or four or five actually no Nina I think was in I don't know any who's mm-hmm. yes I'm all caught up so and now I actually show. have to wait weekly for the episode to come out and so that has drained me emotionally um but inventing Anna is like taking its not its place, but it's filling the void. There you go. Filling the void. void. <laughs> Open space. Jesus. But that show is fun. He, oh, she. Fun to watch. Yeah, speaking of friends, because she hit her friends. She did. Okay, so I'm, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm looking at mm-hmm. it. I'm not going to spoil And I'm, I'm getting to it because I'm like, who was your friends? Like, which one? Because I thought it was Val. Then I was like, is it the black girl who worked at the... Uh, the hotel, but I'm not I think it is. Anything for y'all or her. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, let me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be watching it's, it. Speaking it, of it, friends, it's, that it's is that summer. is very very true. That's to tie that back in. <laughs> but mm-hmm. on that note, we will end the topic there. Unless there's something you need to say. Mm-mm. No. We covered all our bases. All the bases. So we are going to take another quick break, and we will be right back to wrap up the show. We are back, and it is time to close out this <laughs> lovely show. <laughs> I should leave that part in just so they're all we laughing. It's time to close out the episode the same way we do every time, with a little bit of crazy coping. So be sure to leave us a comment and let us know what got you through the week. But, Natalie. Yes, yes, indeed. So, what got you through these past two weeks, Mr. Teach? I feel like for me, what has gotten me, I've gotten back into reading, mm-hmm. and that's been a nice little way to end my night. <clears throat> I've been reading Mariah Carey's book, and obviously, obviously I love music. So What's it called? <clears throat> the Meaning of Mariah. Hmm. I'm going to go with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yes. Um, so sort of, well, I'm like, yeah, maybe a quarter of the way through. Mm-hmm. And it's good because it, like, it talks about our childhood, but it also it kind of brings to life the stories of the song. So it's like you'll see uh, stuff, excuse me, like stuff from Goodbye or Slipped Away or... Maybe you can... I haven't got there yet because it's a little later on in the catalog, but I'll be interested to see where that goes. Um, and then also, like, which I already kind of talked about, that weekend of just not doing anything. Yeah. Was really, I feel like needed because I feel like I have been fucking go in like crazy, whether it be work, 
trying to get stuff together, the podcast, just friends. And so finally to just be like, look, I ain't doing much. And sitting down and watching TV and kind of getting lost. I guess more escapism, <laughs> if anything. Yeah. And just getting lost in the world of Bel Air or Power or Inventing Anna. Because, who they be going through some shit in all three <laughs> of those shows. And I'm like, holy. It's kind of like the way I felt about Shameless. I was like, damn, they really going through it. I'm glad that ain't me. <laughs> Shout out to Shameless. Right I do miss show. that show. <laughs> right. Um, so that's kind of been what is getting me through. Um, also, I've been listening to music again because I feel like I took a. I've been so busy, like I hadn't had time to just like vibe out to music the way I usually do. And music's always in my center, my whoosh. Yeah. So definitely been doing that more, and it has definitely helped. What about you? What's gotten you through, Miss Miss Natalia? I would say, because, you know, normally I say, like, working out, but clearly that's been non-existent. But I will say that I haven't felt terrible, terrible. And I think it's because I have been, I mean, I I cook pretty often, but I have been cooking, like, every meal and eating, like, so. Yeah. So I feel like that for sure has helped me through this week because, I mean, like body wise, I feel okay. As well as I brought out my little gallon jug again, mm. which I mm. um, retired it in the pantry for a while, just because <laughs> I was tired of lugging that thing around. That's, but that's so I brought it out, and I will say, like three days straight, I think of last week, I drank the whole thing, including today. And you, I literally like feel a hundred times better. And so I think specifically incorporating just like better nutritional habits these past two weeks have been helpful for me. Um, As well as just my TV time, you know, just Mm -hmm. love it. I just love, I love my time of just not talking. Like I just like to just sit and absorb information. But again, Yes, I have a lot of time to like watch my shows because if I'm not seeing a client specifically, I'm doing other stuff, but I have an iPad, y'all. So it's literally like a portable TV. And so I just bring it everywhere. So I am literally watching The Walking Dead as I'm washing dishes, as I'm taking a shower. I just bring it everywhere with me. You watch your TV in the shower. I put it on my... <laughs> I put it on the ledge. But you know what? I blame... Cheryl Martin, Angela Ajayi. You know why? Because she literally takes her iPad everywhere. Like she is constantly watching, and I think it's just like background noise. Like I just like it because I I just don't. I don't like it to be completely silent because I'm thinking about literally everything, and Mm -hmm. so like having something just kind of as I'm doing what I need to do. And I feel like I'm more productive when I do that too. Um, I will know, I know I'm more productive when I have something going on in the background. Like I completed a whole, um, my second test for Texas teachers today while watching Walking Dead, while babysitting. I hope none of your people watch this. Listen to this, because they're going to be like, mm, run that back. <laughs> 
It's like, well, did she say who? What's her name? Okay, let's find her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's, let's, let's really scrutinize this paper. Because <laughs> obviously. It was a test. Okay. Um, multiple choice. Oh. Not so scrutinizing, no papers. Um, and you passed it, I'm assuming. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but again, I don't think I would have passed it or I wouldn't have completed it in a timely manner had I not been watching Walking Dead. Oh, I actually completed while I was getting my oil change today too. Um, oh, you finally went and did that. Yeah, I did. But Where'd I was you go? sorry. Matt uh, Mac Toyota. Oh, so you actually? Yeah, I went today. Um, but again, I had my assessment pulled up, had Walking Dead in the corner, and then this guy come in telling me, "So, do you know about our deals?" I said, "2019. I don't need a new one." He was like, "But you get." You got money, <laughs> and that shut him up and start laughing. I was like, I just need to go Oh, they told me about the air filter today. I was on the phone with Jacoby while he was telling me, and Jacoby, if I swear, fourth time this episode, if he could, <laughs> sorry, y'all, but it's just so funny because he'd be in my ear screaming. He does it at Starbucks too, but. Today, he was like, the man was telling me and I was trying to listen. And Jacoby's in my ear talking about next time, next time, <laughs> next time. <laughs> so I'm trying to listen. And then trying to laugh. <laughs> he was like, you don't need it, you don't need it. And I was like, oh. Okay, and he does that when I'm at Starbucks. <laughs> I'll order and he'll be like, I'll have a venti uh, coffee extra drizzled in room, please. Cause you know, I like room at the top. <laughs> but I can't say my words because he's in my ear. Gnats don't buzz. That's a fly. Um, oh. Gnats are very calm, but annoying. Um, but needless to say, we're getting off topic. Yes. That's what got me through this week. And um, I realized something that I did not add to what got me through the week that I feel like I need to. My fucking juice cleanse. I had a juice cleanse. And then like I briefly mentioned before, I transitioned to pescatarianism. And it's officially been a week. Pescatarianism. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with any type of religion. This is just secret, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> um... um and I actually do feel a difference. And it's so crazy because it didn't hit me until today. Like, I haven't drank coffee. Like, I made some coffee this morning to go, but I didn't even drink because I was so busy. And I still feel energy. Like, I feel it. I don't feel the energy. I, energy is all around you. Um, Goodbye. Right. Um, but I'm, I have energy throughout the day. And so I don't know. I'm, maybe it's placebo, <laughs> placebo effect or whatever. But... Definitely in the three-day juice cleanse and detoxing and all that fun stuff, even though it was only partial. Um, and then switching to not having any red meat or chicken or anything like that, I actually noticed a difference. Yep. So stay tuned for <laughs> the adventures of Pescatarian Boy. <laughs> As we- because I will be eating all the what? Red meat, mm-hmm. chicken, all the good stuff. That's the only thing I'm actually going to miss is Winstop. Ooh, you can't even have wings. I'm going to have shrimp stock. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going to just start making my own stuff. So, I mean, stay tuned because they right. only add that to it. I would, I'm surprised they have it. Hooters got, which me and I'm not going to say his name again because you're going to be like six times. Anywho. Count, y'all. <laughs> we go to Hooters and we get their buffalo um, buffalo, buffalo shrimp. Yeah, we um, <laughs> I told you why. I guess you're different. <laughs> but the thing is, 
this is how we sound normally without drinking. I stumble over my words so much. But anyways, we get the buffalo shrimp and I feel like Wingstop need to go ahead and add that to their little I mean, we got that stuff. They they do, which I want to try. I do, because you know I always like cook thighs. Mm -hmm. And so, and my brother does too. They they do. (laughs) This is accurate. (laughs) Accurate. Uh, okay, yes, we are way off topic now. Uh, we're wrapping this <laughs> wrapping up. Wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. Yes. So, with all that being said, since we've said a lot, be sure to follow us on socials at Crazy Little Pod. Yes, and please subscribe to our podcast pages on Apple, Spotify, and leave a review. Rate the show. I feel like you and I both have gotten verbal reviews Mm -hmm. um which have been greatly appreciated and because you know we value feedback and enjoy just kind of like knowing that people we care about are listening to something that we care about Mm -hmm. so it has been very helpful and we would just encourage you just to write a review too Mm -hmm. and just write the show so that we can pop up on other people's pages exactly and so that we can grow and all that fun stuff inside note we actually have three reviews in we're at a four 4.7 rating. Ooh. Right, we're fine. Anyway, yes, so make sure that y'all are doing that. Um, is there anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Miss mm. Natalia Boa Vista? Not really. Um, I think that pretty much wraps up that this wraps episode. Up for you. I have something because you are going to completely forget it. Uh, Game night? Yes! Oh. <laughs> Benjamin. I didn't know that um, we was adding that to this we, episode. So this this episode will come out Thursday. The Saturday, the following week, we will have a bonus episode, if I'm able to edit this up, that episode in time. Um, <laughs> we are having our first crazy little thing called Game Night, where we're going to have some of our friends over here, and we're going to have us a good time. We're going to record it. We're going to get into all the things and the things will be got into so (laughs) (laughs) check back in after this episode for the nice posting about our our first bonus episode hopefully first of many hopefully we can make this thing hopefully it turns out well but yeah that that's the only thing i would like to plug miss natalie so on that note we are going to skedaddle on out of here because it's officially getting late over here. So until right. So until next time, talk to you guys later. Yes, take care of yourselves because this life shit gets crazy, as we all know. It does. Yeah. Bye guys. Bye.